Hope you guys had a good week. I just wanted to jump on here and talk to you really quickly about a situation recently that really impressed me. And it's all about managing expectations. This is the Mountain Visit Podcast. So many players show up to spring training with a lot of hopes that this year could be their year. A lot of the things that they've been training in the offseason uh, or in the case of the past year have been training for a lot longer than an offseason. Trying to see the fruits of their labor come to fruition. It's a really exciting time for a lot of players, but it also can be a very frustrating time for a lot of players uh, as a lot of times their hopes and expectations are very high for the upcoming season, but they can't control everything in their path and they, they can't control where they play, for example, or, or what role they're going to play for whatever team they're signed, assigned to. This past few weeks, one of my clients really impressed me. It's a client that had come back from an injury and had dealt with a lot of adversity coming back from that injury, including waiting to play since we just got over a pandemic and the opportunity to play hadn't really been there. But the question of what club this player would be assigned to was kind of an important one because I've seen it so many times where the disappointment of an assignment affected the player so much leaving spring training that their performance hindered. I remember one time with the Dodgers that there was a player that surely earned the right to play in double A. This player had played two years in single A. He's performed. He was amongst the top hitter amongst his peers. And due to the signings of certain players in the offseason, the rosters didn't have room for him in double A, and he was going to have to work a little bit harder and wait for his opportunity to play in double A. So instead of taking it head on and accepting the challenge and understanding that it was a possibility that he may have to repeat a level, the disappointment of that assignment to single A showed up in the box score. The player underperformed for more than a month and a half and saw some of his single A teammates get promoted before him when surely, if you look at his resume, he should have been the next guy to go. This happens more times than I can articulate in the minor leagues. It all comes down to managing expectations no matter what situation you're in. Professional baseball in and itself is an opportunity. It's a tremendous opportunity, and not many people get that opportunity. It's a chance to one day change your family tree. To play in the big leagues is life-changing money, especially if you can play for a prolonged period of time. And every minor leaguer that signs a contract to play professional baseball sacrifice so much for that opportunity to possibly play on TV someday. In the case of my client, who had waited more than a year and a half to play competitively again, he knew that he probably should be on that double-A team. He was ready, he was healthy, and to repeat a year in single-A probably wasn't in his best interest and probably wasn't in the best interest of his own player development. However, circumstances outside his control, namely the roster construction of that organization, did not allow him to start the year in double-A. When I spoke to my client about the possibility that he may not start the year in double A and he may have to repeat high A, he was poised and had already thought through the situation fully in his head. He'd accepted the possibility. He understood that if it happened, he was ready for it. Because he was prepared for the possibility, it didn't affect him. And in his first two appearances, he struck out eight batters in the four innings that he pitched, only allowed one hit and did not allow another base runner. 
There's a difference between what is expected of you by others and what is the expectations you have for yourself. One you can manage, one you cannot. It's about setting a high bar for yourself while still keeping in mind that you can only control what you can control. Whether it be making a particular club, whether it be where you're drafted, or whether it be accepting a role with a club that you weren't expecting to fill. If you are prepared for these types of scenarios, then you are ahead of the game. And there's a very likely chance it won't affect your performance. Some of the best advice I ever got was a former boss of mine that told me, don't worry about everything going on in the periphery. Don't worry about all the things that are outside of your control. Whatever tasks you are given, dominate them. Make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and do the best job that you can do of that of which is being asked of you. This is how you get opportunities. This is how you move up. Nothing's going to be handed to you. It's always going to have to be earned. I'm a big believer in trusting the process, but your process has to be good. It has to be so good that you believe in it, even through the times when things don't go your way, when negative things happen to you, when you don't get that promotion, when you don't get that assignment, when you don't get drafted where you thought you were going to get drafted, when you didn't get the role you wanted. Thanks for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated, so please subscribe, like, and leave a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. We will see you next week with another Mound Visit.